0: Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public, the list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand. When you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward, don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
1: As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all, every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more.
2: I want to thank every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer, because you guys paid for all of this. You guys paid for all of this. This is Megacorp, an investigative podcast exposing some of the world's most unethical corporations. This series is about Amazon. I'm Jake Hanrahan, journalist and documentary filmmaker. Megacorp is produced by H11 for Cool Zone Media. In this episode, we're going to be stepping out of the warehouse and taking a look at Amazon's financial situation. So, as we already know, they're making an unbelievable amount of money, specifically since COVID hit. So let's start by taking a look at their corporation tax here in Europe. Last year, Amazon made 44 billion euros in sales income in Europe. That's 38 billion pounds and 50 billion dollars. Now guess how much corporation tax they paid? Fuck all
1: tax is based not on revenue, but on profit. Amazon was able to claim that they didn't make any profit. Quite the contrary, they actually had some losses. It's unclear at this point where those profits are generated, where those profits are registered at the moment. It's quite opaque and it's quite complicated. Amazon, which has been in Luxembourg since 2003, has a a very nice arrangement with Luxembourg. At the time when it was under former commission president Jean-Claude Juncker, they were able to pass some sweet deals. This deal remains uh, unclear in many aspects. Luxembourg is known for being a country that offers quite good tax incentives, quite good financial incentives for companies like Amazon.
2: If you're not from the UK or Europe or you're just not familiar, you might not know what corporation tax is. So let me just explain it briefly. The best description I've seen so far is from the which website. That's W-H-I-C-H, not Witch Like Sorcery, Witch. Which is a non-profit consumer protection organization here in the UK. They do some great work. So here's what they say about corporation tax. Quote Corporation tax is paid by businesses in the UK and is calculated on their annual profits in a similar way to income tax for individuals. The corporation tax rate has been 19% for all limited companies since April 2016. Prior to this, the rate varied depending on the company's profits. Unlike individuals, companies don't receive any kind of tax-free allowance and therefore all... (laughs) Profits are taxable. However, there are a number of expenses and deductions that can be claimed to reduce your bill, end quote. Now that last sentence is where companies with a lot of money can really go to town on how little tax they pay. So to put this Amazon corporation tax situation into perspective and to really emphasize how infuriating it is, I thought, why not get a little personal? Basically, I'm gonna use myself as an example for a minute. So I run a small media business. It consists of several different projects under the umbrella of my limited company. That is Popular Front, this series, Megacorp, another series I've done, Q Clearance, various different projects in video documentary as well. It's all above board, everything is registered here in the UK. I don't have any full-time staff as I can't afford it. So anyone that works for me on any project does so on a freelance basis. Also, let me just say this. Due to Britain's outrageous house prices and admittedly my bad credit score, because when I was a youth I was an absolute idiot, I don't have enough money to be able to buy my own house right now. I've been renting since I moved out when I was 15 years old and I'm now 31. Now you might think, what has that got to do with anything? Well, it's just a little bit more salt in the wound when you hear the house that Bezos bought in a minute. Now anyway, don't get me wrong, I am not in a bad situation at all at all. But bearing all this in mind, you can imagine how annoying it is knowing that I paid more corporation tax in 2020 than Amazon did a company with 1.3 million staff and a net profit last year of $386 billion. Oh, in regards to the house, Bezos bought another house last year and it cost him $175 million. Now, you might be listening to this bit thinking, "Mm, Jake, you sound kind of bitter here. Well, yeah, I am. Now, let me be honest, I'm not against people making money and I don't think all rich people should be cast off into the sea or whatever it is a lot of the online radicals believe. But if you're making insane profits off the back of a workforce that we now know are being treated awfully, I think the absolute very least you can do is pay back into the country by accepting that you must pay the correct tax. Now don't get me wrong, I am definitely not a big fan of any state and I am certainly not a fan of my government here in the UK, but this is the way things are. Honestly, sadly, they're just not changing. If you're a mega rich corporation making money under these conditions, you should have to pay the proper tax under these conditions. Why? Well, because if you or me or your average man and woman on the street earning normal money don't pay their taxes we go to prison. Your average man or woman is just not rich enough to hire top-of-the-range accountant firms that help you dodge tax. Clearly, Amazon is. I say this because what they're doing is actually perfectly legal. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, that makes it all the more frustrating. Clearly, the system as a whole is morally bankrupt. Europe has become a playground for mega corporations. They're able to do acrobatics with their tax payments because they can afford to make it work for them. You might just say, oh, well, that's business. Well, yeah, that is business. But at the end of the day, people are getting harmed. People are getting abused while these businesses pay us fuck all back into the country. That is, companies like Amazon willingly abuse their most important workers while paying as little as possible back into the country where they live, the country where they make money off of. Now, I guess it's all about economics and politics at this stage, but personally, that doesn't sit right with me. Unfortunately, though, when it comes to numbers, I am an absolute dunce. So I thought, why not talk to someone that does understand all of this a lot better than I do? An accountant. This is what accountant and writer Adam James Pollock had to say about Amazon.
1: Amazon in the UK have their own distribution service called Amazon UK Services. And though the pre-tax profits increase, the tax bills have been falling over the past couple of years. So the thing is, Amazon can get around this by paying certain employees and shares as a form of something called equity compensation. And as an employee, you know if you're mid-level managerial upwards... You can get paid through shares through, like, for example, UK government's share incentive plan. And for employees, it's kind of beneficial as well because you can keep the shares in this for five years. You don't pay any income tax or national insurance on them. So it kind of helps you out there. And then if you sell them as well, you don't pay any capital gains tax. But obviously, this helps Amazon as well because they can count it as an expense. So on their balance sheet, they can offset that against their corporation tax. So even though they're paying their employees, employees making money, Amazon's making money, nothing's getting done the tax there. So in the UK, employees can give up to £3,600 worth of free shares per employee per year. So these shares are in Amazon's global you know, corporation, Amazon Inc. It's not the UK company. So these are increasing on like a drastic rate over the past couple of years. So again, upper managerial level has been helped out so much. Amazon's being helped out so much. And the people that are losing out, as usual, is the general public, since in the UK, HMRC can collect on it. And the lower level workers who can not be compensated in this way, so they still have to pay national insurance, all that sort of stuff.
2: And and Luxembourg has something to do with this, right, from what I was
1: reading. Yeah, so tax paid on the UK profits isn't actually publicly available information because UK customers are booked through a UK-based branch off a Luxembourg-based Amazon company, which handles lots of European you know branches. So France, I think Spain as well. That Luxembourg subsidiary is technically a loss-making company because it has you know a process where it can carry forward these losses over several years. And if you're not booked as making a profit, you can't actually pay tax on it. If you're if you're making losses, there's nothing that they can tax there because tax is paid in profit, not on sales. So even though they're selling loads of stuff as they do, they still can't get taxed on it. But as well as that, there's something like called the independent entity principle. And through that, subsidiaries like, say, for example, Amazon Web Services, based in the UK, that yeah, it's like kind of a separate company. So they mm-hmm. are viewed in Legalize as only providing support services to Amazon rather than actually being... A part of the company they're a separate entity so it's not viewed as an amazon company it's viewed as like just any service providing company so that means that they can apply a principle you know it's a one-sided method to determine appropriate taxable profit taking the subsidiary in isolation from the group and it applies a benchmark rate based on things such as operating costs so for amazon in the industry it's in You've got services such as warehousing and delivery and marketing. They're all generally very low-margin businesses. So when you take these Amazon like subsidiary service-providing branches, those smaller ones are also generally low-margin businesses. So the profits they declare are very low. And this links back with Luxembourg as well, because since the accounts for the Luxembourg you know, overall parent company, if you want, are not broken down on a per-country basis because they don't have to do that legally. So why would they? We actually have no idea how much tax the UK branch will pay. It's not possible to work it out unless Amazon declares it.
2: And they don't have to, right?
1: No, they don't have to. There's absolutely no need to. And it's the same for all the Amazon companies in Europe that are branches off the Luxembourg one. So chances are it's just treated as the same as the web services example, where it's just seen as supplying services managing sales in that case, and then declare very little profit because of that.
2: Wow. So this is a massive loophole, essentially, right? I mean, legal, but a loophole, it sounds like.
1: Yeah, it is legal, completely legal, but that kind of makes it worse because it's less converted, it's out in the open. So they kind of know that there's nothing you can do about it, and they're just laughing at you in a way.
2: After hearing that, it will probably be no surprise, but it's not just Europe where Amazon has been swerving their taxes. For several years, Amazon paid no federal income tax in America. In 2018 specifically, Amazon paid $0 US federal income tax on their $11 billion profits that year. In fact, not only did they pay no federal income tax on their profits, they actually received a $129 million tax rebate from the federal government. Effectively, that's a tax rate of minus 1%. One of the main reasons Amazon is able to do this, though, is due to the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, a federal tax bill enacted by US Congress in 2017. This bill lowered the statutory corporate tax rate from 35% to 21%. This made the rate lower whilst also leaving open tax loopholes, which, according to the Institute on Taxation and Economic Policy, senior fellow Matthew Gardner, allow profitable companies to routinely avoid paying federal and state income taxes on almost half of their profits. In a report from February 2021, Gardner wrote a great explanation of all this. Now, this is quite a long quote, but I think it's worth it. He really sums it up here. Gardner said, quote, The mechanisms the company is using to drop its effective tax rate are mostly unchanged. The company saved $1.8 billion using tax breaks for stock options, and it saved $639 million using various tax credits. Over the 2018-2020 period, Amazon also enjoyed depreciation breaks, although they had no net effect on the company's tax bill in 2020. Depreciation breaks allow a company to deduct the costs of investments in equipment much more quickly than the equipment wears out. Proponents in Congress claim this encourages investment and helps the economy overall, but more likely it rewards companies making investments they would have made anyway. The effects of depreciation breaks are complex. Part of the effect is to move tax payments further into the future even though the net effect in the long run reduces the company's tax liability. This makes it important to look at a company like Amazon over several years, and from this perspective, it's clear that the nation's tax code barely lays a glove on Amazon. Amazon's tax avoidance is consistent. Over the past three years, Amazon paid an effective federal income tax rate of just 4.3% on U.S. income. Over the past 10 years, Amazon's effective federal tax rate on $57 billion of US pre-tax income was just 4.7%, especially remarkable given that the legal rate was 35% for most of this period. For any other company, $1.8 billion of current federal income taxes would be interpreted as a sign the company's tax accountants had taken the year off. But in Amazon's case, the $1.8 billion the company paid is overshadowed by the $2.3 billion it did not pay last year. These unpaid taxes are especially troubling because Amazon's pandemic experience is utterly different from the existential threats facing entire industries. Far more typical of the 2020 economy is companies reporting cratered sales and zero profits. In this setting, it's vital that our tax system in America should perform as advertised. And when Amazon shelters more than half its profits from tax, our tax system is clearly in need of reform, end quote. So, basically, a complicated combination of various tax credits, deductions, and investment in equipment has allowed Amazon to pay little or no taxes for a long time completely legally.
0: My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In
1: response to attacks against Asian-Americans...
2: In March 2021, this got so much attention that US President Joe Biden addressed Amazon by name when saying he planned to stop big corporations using all of these tax loopholes. He said, quote, a fireman, a teacher paying 22% tax, Amazon and 90 other major corporations paying zero in federal taxes. I'm going to put an end to that. End quote. Of course, he's yet to put an end to that. However, it seems that Amazon has been on his mind for a while. Here's what he had to say about Amazon's tax situation in 2020 before he was even elected president. I think Amazon should start paying their taxes. Okay, I don't think any company... I don't give a damn how big they are. The Lord Almighty should absolutely be in a position where they pay no tax and make billions and billions and billions of dollars, number one. Now, to play devil's advocate here, or whatever you'd call it, is this the fault of Amazon or the state? Who's to blame here? Ethically, Amazon has chosen the path of hardcore tax avoidance, but that is not the same as tax fraud. It could be argued that Amazon cares very little about ethics based on the way they treat their warehouse workers. So why should they care about paying their taxes properly when legally they've done nothing wrong? Effectively, in the eyes of the law, they sort of have paid it properly. The problem, it could be said, is the system itself. In response to Joe Biden, Amazon's senior vice president for policy and press, Jay Carney, tweeted the following. Quote, if the R&D tax credit is a loophole, it's certainly one Congress strongly intended. The R&D tax credit has existed since 1981, was extended 15 times with bipartisan support and was made permanent in 2015 in a law signed by President Obama, end quote. Now, Jay Carney would know he was Obama's White House press secretary and, ironically enough, Biden's communications director when he was the vice president under Obama. Now, I hate to say it, but Jay Carney has a point here. There is no way this tax loophole was left in by accident. Many politicians in the US, both Republican and Democrat, talk tough about changing tax loopholes that they actively benefit from. If the system is corrupted, why shouldn't a company like Amazon take advantage of it? Let's hear what else Biden had to say in that interview. And I come from the corporate capital of the world, Delaware, and I'm not anti-corporate. But here's the deal. We idea that they made several trillion dollars and all the studies show that 54% went to buy back their stock.
0: 37% to make sure their their stockholders got rewarded, leaving 9% for research,
2: development, raises, employment, etc. Come on, man. That's not the capitalist system. Isn't it? It seems like Amazon are just playing the system as the politicians set it up. But whatever, they can do what they want. But they're not Robin hood out here or anything like that. They managed to make an absolute fortune by avoiding tax, especially throughout the pandemic, And they chose to reinvest almost none of it into the warehouse workers who were breaking their necks to make sure the company stays running on time. They're swerving tax, treating their workers badly, along with a ton of other scandals that we'll go into later in the series. At the very least, I think they could stop acting like an ethical company in their press releases and when they're talking to the public, because clearly that is just not true. Now, here's something else. This will, again, be no surprise to you at this point, but Bezos himself is, of course, no stranger to tax avoidance. According to a 2021 ProPublica article, Jeff Bezos's personal wealth grew by a massive $99 billion from the years 2014 to 2018. However, he reported a growth of a measly $4.2 billion. He paid $973 million tax on that, which is a hell of a lot of money, sure. But in context to what he really made, he paid a tax rate of less than 1%, 0.98% to be exact the richest man in the world paid less than 1% tax on $99 billion. Now, looking at all this, it reminds me of the Ouroboros, the snake that eats its own tail. Amazon wouldn't be able to legally avoid all this tax the way they do if the rich and powerful politicians of this world hadn't set the game up to be rigged in the first place. Now I'm not really even trying to get all political here, I think it's clear, it's a fact that if you have enough money, you can avoid certain laws so effectively that you can do it legally. That's exactly what Amazon has been doing with their taxes. We're taking a break over Christmas so the next episode of Megacorp will be with you at the start of January 2022. Tune in then to hear about yet another Amazon scandal as we dive into the many cases of Amazon spying on their own customers and helping international intelligence agencies to do the same. It's all about to get even darker. Megacorp is made by my production company H11 for Cool Zone Media. It's written, researched, and produced by myself, Jake Hanrahan. It was also produced by Sophie Lichterman. Music is by Sam Black. Graphics by Adam Doyle, and sound engineering by Splicing Block. If you want to get in touch, follow me on social media at Jake underscore Hanrahan. That's H A N R A H A N.
0: Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine.